everyone and welcome to the African Literary Podcast with me, James Murwa. And this podcast interviews some of the best African writers working today. We have a treat for you, ladies and gentlemen, as we have Chimeka Garrix, lawyer, editor, and copywriter. His fiction includes Tomorrow Died Yesterday, which is just a lovely novel. It came out in 2010. And he has a collection of short stories, Broken People's Playlist, coming out in June. The Lagos-based writer shared with us why he turned to the short form to get his writing mojo back, how the Nigerian and African literary scene has changed since his last book came out 10 years ago, and his expectations of being a guest at the Afrolead Sun Frontier Festival, currently running online. Enjoy! Your first book was uh, Tomorrow Died Yesterday. It was published by Paperworth. And uh, the first line, man, we planned to kidnap the white man at about 11.27 a.m. on a drizzling Friday morning in August. What a memorable start to a book. Tell us a bit about this book. Where did the idea for the book come from? And how did it go all the way to print? Hello, James. Thanks for having me on the podcast. So answer your question, the idea came from a need to document a, um, a moment in time and a, a set of complex issues um, that were going on at the time. Um, so just to explain it further, I'm from the Niger Delta region in Nigeria, the, the region where the produces the oil in Nigeria. And about 10 to 14 years ago, there was, um, we had issues with oil companies. I mean, we have issues with oil spillages, oil companies, and all. And um, there arose, there as, as a pushback, there arose a set of people called militants who were engaged in, um, among other things, bombing of oil installations and kidnappings for ransom. Now, as of that time, they were regarded as um, freedom fighters, a bit like freedom fighters. And, um, you know, so many of us supported them, um, not financially or anything like that, but people were sympathetic towards them. And I felt it was, it was a mistake to do that because uh, by virtue of my work, the work I did at the time, I was a lawyer at the time, um, I was involved in litigation and all that. I knew the issues were a bit more complex than um, the prevailing narrative of oil companies, bad, people, good. Um, the issues were a lot more complex than that. So um, so I wrote, I wrote the story to sort of like explain how complex the is- issues were. And, you know, and it was a good story to tell anyway. So that was it. Um, I started writing it. Um, I had a appointment as a publisher and she was eager to take on the story. So she waited for me to um, f- write the story and finish it. And um, here we are. So another lawyer writer from Nigeria. Were you writing before you came upon this novel? What what kind of stuff were you writing before, number one? And number two, you you have this amazing characters, you know, Kanie, Amaibi, Doughboy. And these are characters that are really well crafted. And I'm just interested to know how you came up, I mean, how you're able to flesh out these guys and, um, and, and the process of coming up with them. What was the response from readers 
to your debut novel? There are lots of things I need to answer now, so let me quickly go over each one. Um, was I writing before I wrote Tomorrow Died yesterday? Um, yes, but um, I didn't write anything I liked. I, I started um, writing poetry, bad poetry, um, in my teenage years. Um, thankfully, I don't have any copy of anything I've written because it was really terrible poetry. Um, when I was a child, I did comics, um, but again, I don't have any records of that, thankfully. Then um, I wrote a novel in, I wrote a novel in, so in 2003, I wrote it in two months, and um, it was a terrible novel, and um, they were going to publish it. So that was, that, was, that was my writing history, basically, um, before I wrote Tomorrow Died Yesterday. Now, regarding the characters, what I had as an advantage was um, the, my law experience, funny enough. Now, there's this thing in law, um, if you're trained well, especially if, you're, if you, you do litigation, there's this thing you're, you're meant to do. You're supposed to understand the other party's case, the other party's side. Um, you're supposed to be able to argue it almost as good as the other party them, themselves. And... Um, um, so basically, you're supposed to like play devil's advocate. Now, what that helps you do in reality is that it helps you assess people's people's perspectives. It helps you give. It helps to give you a broader sense of um, how complex issues are. It makes you well-rounded um, as a you know when you when you're addressing issues, when you're looking at issues, you know that um, there are very few binaries in life. So. That said, when it came to writing the characters, I now had, I had to write steps. I had to write the characters from different perspectives. I had to write a character who, who worked in, in an oil company. I had to write a character who, who was a militant. I had to write a character who was an environmental, an eco-warrior. You know, so I had to have all these perspectives. I had to, have, I had to, I had to wear all these hats. And I wrote the characters um, like that because I understood the issues I could argue i could play devil's advocate for each and every one of them and probably that's what made them stand out more um final question how was the book received um i think it was received very well um people people who hadn't um people who didn't know of how complex the issues were i mean it provided insights um i got lots of people who were doing dissertations and and stuff, and who were who doing research work in school. Lots of people used the book to help them understand what the issues were. Um, the reviews so far have been very good. Uh, I've had one or two not so good reviews, but generally, reviews have been about like 99, 95% good, which is lucky, I guess. So, yeah, so that's it. Your debut novel came out in 2010, and then you decided now, instead of coming up with a novel, you're going to do a short story collection, and that came out in 2020, this year, that's a decade later. That's a very long time to wait for a novel. Had you abandoned writing, or were you collecting the short stories to do a collection? So, the the 10-year gap, it's a simple explanation. So, let me, let, me, let me give you a story. Let me tell the story as it is. My novel came out in 2010. It was published late, late in 2010, December, um, just before Christmas. Then um, I started writing my new novel, a follow-up novel in 2012. 
I started writing it and I wrote till about October, September, October, and I and I go for a year to do a master's and I didn't write and I couldn't write. So it was it was a mixture of so many things. Um I kind of sort of should I say lost interest um because at some point, you know, I wanted to do other things. I wanted to like, you know, spend more time with my family play with my kids, you know, and had other things going on. But when I now try to go back to the novel, I couldn't. So, um, I, was, I struggled with it for, for years. I, I couldn't write a single word. What happened was like, I'll go start, like maybe editing what I'd written, but I could never start a fresh word. Um, so I was like this for, I was like this for some years. And um, at some point I started, getting, I started getting a bit depressed about it. You know, at some point I started feeling I couldn't write. So then it got to a point when I just had this idea. I was listening to some music and um, I was listening to this, there's this song, um, Eric Sermon and Marvin Gates titled Music. There's this, there's this lyric in the song, um, I wish music can adopt me. It just gave me the idea for a short story. Now what I did was, the character, one of the characters in the novel I was writing, I decided to do a short story of when he was a teenager. That's how I wrote my first short story titled with music. It's in the collection of short stories I have now that's coming out on the 8th of June, officially. And I started writing short stories like that, just gradually, just gently writing short stories. I think I got to about four or five short stories and I felt, okay, yeah, I should do a collection. So I did a collection. Um, I did like 12 short stories and um, put them in a collection and um, titled the Broken People's Playlist. That's how the, the collection of short stories came. Um, it, was, it was meant to be a novel and um, became, I, I did it, I had a detour and I started writing a collection of short stories. Um, I've gone back to the novel, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, I've done some, made some progress on it. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I should publish it, I should finish it soon. I'm not giving myself a timeline. It might take another 10 years, but hey, whatever, you know. You know, your book came out 10 years ago and the Nigerian and the African literary scene must have somehow changed. Have you noticed any changes, you know, from your period of 2010 and now that you're coming back with a new collection? What's different, what's been different in the last 10 years um, between my books? I think two, two main things come to mind. The first is that there are more writers now. That um, manifests itself in many, in many ways. So with more writers come more experimental writing, more, more genres are being written. We have speculative fiction, strong speculative fiction in Africa. We have um, all sorts of genres that, uh, that we, we weren't doing 10 years ago. Um, with more writers also come more avenues for interaction. Um, so we have festivals that for writers and, and for writers and readers. Things like Aki, festivals like Aki and Abantu, they were not they were not here ten years ago. We have um, platforms, more platforms for people to writers to interact like Afro's Afro Leads and Frontier. Um, we're using social media more now. Was, as you can see with what is happening. So, so all that comes with having more writers. Um, second thing about it is the 
sort of like I'll, I'll see it refers to the technical bits of writing and the technical and, and business bits we are our publishers and our content curators are getting better in in what they do so there's things like in handling covers in hand, handling distribution in handling marketing of books in handling curating content putting it out there a lot more is being done it's we're still not up there we're still not um we're still not i don't think we're still <clears throat> compared to our population in africa i don't think we have we're we're reaching out to everybody i don't think our our books are doing as much financially um or getting as much reach as they should but compared to where we were 10 years ago we've taken big strides in africa so you have a um, short story collection which is almost like an album with musicians mainly u.s musicians but i see that you know you you featured one with uh, a couple with nigerian writers brimo bears featuring yemi alade just tell me like number one um what do you expect from this book when it comes out Number two, how different was it writing the short form versus the long form, you know? These are known to be really different arts. And how did you navigate that? Let me say a few words on the on the music. So I titled every story after a song. But I titled every story after a song, but I could um what typically happened was I listened to different songs when writing each sto- story. But in titling the story, I would title it after just one song. And maybe it was something that struck me the most about the song. So um, I had I had some other Nigerian songs that were there in that I used to write the stories. But the titles were were the, the, the songs that struck me the most. Or maybe it could be one thing about a song. It could be a lyric. It could be... Um, the feeling the, about us, this that a song gave me. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to expect from the from the from the collection when it com- comes out on the on the eighth of June. It's um, it's been ten years. <laughs> um, I don't know, and it's slightly it's a slightly different. It's a slightly different um, story from tomorrow died yesterday, and it's a, it's a totally different form. Um, so it's. I, Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. Um, very interesting question about um, the differences between writing short form and, and long form. As of now, I would say I prefer writing short form. It's almost like I had to go through a bout of depression and not being able to write my my second novel to get to the point where I realized that, look, I'm, I prefer to be a short story writer. Um, the short story form, it's, it's, it's more compact. It's more... You could do a lot more with it. You could be more creative. Um, you could you could do all sorts of things with it. The novel is the novel is it's, it's a longer thing. It, it takes a lot more of your time for me. It takes a lot more of your concentration. It's it's almost like a marriage, like like a novel is almost like a marriage. It's like you know you. When I was writing to Mother yesterday, I. I lived the characters for the three, four years it took me to write, write, write it. Um, you know, my wife and I would leave the characters together. We would have discussions. My wife and I and my publisher would have discussions about characters. We would argue and and all of that. But with with the short form, it's 
it, it wasn't like that. Um, we still leave those characters, but it was just easier to write. And um, I think by the time I was writing the, um, the collection of short stories, I grew as a writer. I grew. I, I could do certain things. One of one of one of the things I wanted to do that I I, I wasn't satisfied with in Tomorrow yesterday. I wanted to write better female characters. So in, I think if you, about three or four of my stories uh, in this collection, the the main characters were female. I'm not sure I got them. I'm not sure if I did them if I did them justice. But compared to, I like to think that compared to the female characters in Tomorrow Died Yesterday, I'd grown as a writer. You know that thing about the the trope about um, men being unable to write believable female char female characters. Um, I wanted to challenge that. I wanted to try and see. Yeah, hopefully if I could do better. You understand? So. Yeah, the short form allows you to do all sorts of things. It allows you to be creative and it allows you to be to take more risks that you wouldn't take in a novel. So you mentioned Afrolid Sankhotea, the, the literary festival that's been happening online. And I want to know what does it mean for you to be involved in such a literary initiative? What does it do for your writing and for your writing career? And uh, why should we listen in on your session on Monday evening? I'll say that Afrolid San Frontier is arguably the most important literary festival at this time because of the circumstances we find ourselves in. The pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, how, it, how it's um, basically stops the world and um, lots of people were struggling um, at the time. Um, people, were, people had lost their jobs, people were People have struggled with their mental health. People, the world was unsure what to do. And um, for this festival to come at this time, it served um, several purposes, but I'll talk about two. First, it was um, some sort of, it was, um, it helped, it was some sort of coping mechanism for many people. It was, it was like um, some sort of balm, you know, to save people, um, to basically, basically culture the culture saves the day so we had um gave people writers and um, readers something to look forward to um secondly um it was it brought it gave people knowledge about many writers so i mean you could sit sit in your little corner of africa and, and have certain assumptions or you don't know many writers and you get to see them on the bill for, for and you get to listen to them and you realize that wow um people are doing things and, and it's a fantastic thing so yes i i'm happy to be part of it it's like i'm chuffed to be part of it you know it's 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 something that i look forward to doing on monday question about what does it do for my career um i i hope i mean i hope it to get people to people who, who don't know about my writing to to know about it at least have some idea about what i do things that books i've written have get people a chance to like hear me answer some questions um why should people listen it should be a fun experience um, um it's um be a fun experience for me to talk about writing and music that inspired my writing and for people to hear that hear me speak and realize that i don't know how to pronounce ours very well um yeah, yeah.